Hello and welcome to Walkie Movies with myself Nick because this is a solo podcast that I do on my on my Todd. And I tried recording an episode yesterday um, with some new earphones and it just didn't sound great and so I stopped that and I'm back again today. Um, so a few things to cover. Um, Yesterday, I saw Venom Let There Be Carnage. Talk about that in a minute. I am currently on my way to go and see Ron's Gone Wrong. A title very hard for me to say unless I'm really thinking about it. Uh, And there's a bit of wind. Um, And also, I will hopefully make a return to the cinema later on this evening to watch Halloween Kills Um, I could have watched it as a double bill there was enough time but quite frankly I didn't really want to go from a kids film to potentially kids being hacked by Michael Myers so uh, I might come back this evening to see Halloween Kills Um, however let's talk about stuff so firstly this isn't a film at the cinema but this is a film that Craig asked me to talk about on this podcast is um, The Muppets Haunted Mansion which debuted on Disney Plus at the start of October as a spooky special Um, now if you are a massive Disney fan or if you've been to Disney Parks or both then you'll know what the Haunted Mansion is if you are neither which is possible um, then you might not know what a Haunted Mansion is but a Haunted Mansion is an attraction that opened in I think the late I think it was like 69 68 in, uh, in Disneyland and versions of the attract- attraction have been opened at uh, nearly every Disney park since some under the Haunted Mansion name others under a slightly different name, like in Paris, it's called Phantom Manor. But the, the essential ride is, is the same, uh, just with a different, slightly different story. Um, but So we've got the, the Muppets Haunted Mansion. It's the first time I've done anything like this before. So there was a bit of a concern with that. Um, also, things that are done with the Muppets recently haven't been great. So that was another thing. It just always feels to me that Disney doesn't really know what to do with the Muppets as an entity. Quite often they just just get it wrong. It just doesn't work. So, whilst the trailer looked pretty exciting for it, I had some trepidation, understandably, uh, about the quality of it. But I uh, I can confirm that the Muppets Haunted Mansion is a great way to spend just under an hour of your time if you've got a Disney Plus subscription. It's funny, actually funny. Um, got a few good songs in it. It's a love letter to a very beloved attraction for, for Disney fans. And whilst you will get the most out of this special if you are aware of what the Haunted Mansion is, I think it does a pretty good job of you know, kind of covering off what it might be like for 
for those that haven't experienced it or don't know what it is. Um, it is the the best thing they've done with the Muppets since the 2011 film. Was that when the Muppets came out? Because um, yeah, everything since then has been a bit bit blah. But Muppets Most Wanted wasn't great. Uh, the Muppets on ABC, which was like the kind of office spoof mockumentary thing they did, um, was was uh, interesting, but didn't seem to really land. And uh, then they did the Muppets Now fairly recently. I think that was last year during the pandemic, which didn't really. I, I couldn't. I think it was like ten episodes. I didn't make it through the first one. I just thought it was awful. Um, and the reboot of Muppet Babies, which obviously isn't aimed at me. My kids enjoy it, but it is very much a pad imitation of uh, the rather excellent Muppet Babies cartoon that came out during the, uh, during the 80s and 90s. So, yeah, the Muppets Haunted Mansion, absolutely worth your time. Now, onto something that may not be worth your time, depending on where you sit is Venom Let There Be Carnage. So, last night, myself and Maui, um, it, we had a, a night out. Um, it was supposed to be for our anniversary, which isn't now, but we've got busy weekends, so we're trying to squeeze it in. So, uh, we went out for dinner last night and uh, caught a film afterwards, and it was Venom Let There Be Carnage. My wife had never seen Venom up until a week ago. She'd seen the trailer for the new one. She knew I was going to go and see it, so she kind of said, like, oh, I don't want to see it. But I said, you've got to watch the first one first, really. Um, she really enjoyed the first one. She really enjoyed the first uh, Venom film. Um, it was my second time watching it. I'm very conflicted with the first Venom because I, I love the character of Venom traditionally and I'm not overly keen with what they made it seems to be very much a mismatch of uh, what they were going for um, it was far too much a hero there was far too much humour uh, in it it got very dark in places but then very light in others it was a very strange film um, it was directed by Oh, God, Ruben, uh, who, <laughs> I don't think that's his surname, by the way. Um, Feister, maybe? But um, he uh, directed the uh, Zombieland films and wrote those. So, uh, but I don't think it was, it was knowing it was enjoyable as a Zombieland film. I enjoyed both of those films uh, a lot. Um, so, yeah, so I kind of, tried to enjoy it for what it was intended for, I suppose, but it just wasn't the, the Venom film I was expecting. So, now we've got a new Venom film, and this one carries on from the end of the first film where you uh, meet uh, uh, Cassius, uh, Kenneth, no, ah, Cassius anyway, <laughs> we'll just call him that. Um, Cletus Cassidy, that's it, um, who um, in the comic book world was known as the man who became uh, Carnage. So you can see what they were doing with the 
the first film. So this film carries on as soon as the first film ends, pretty much. Although he's got a completely different uh, wig in this one, which isn't as kind of cartoony and uh, as curly as the comic book version uh, was. And that's a bit odd. They said that Andy Circus, I read this last night, Andy Circus said the reason for doing this was to uh, show the passage of time between films, which must have been weeks or months, if I'm honest. Doesn't seem to have been that much passage of time, but whatever. Um, so, with this film, you get a backstory of, uh, of Cletus Cassidy. Um, you. Yeah, I'm sure his name's Cletus, I hope I'm right. Anyway, um, you see his backstory from when he was a kid, which is interesting because I think uh, it's, it's 1996, I think he's like a, a mid-teenager, and yet he's Woody Holson in 2021. So, a bit odd, but okay. Um, but this film, then it kind of, you know, the, the main narrative of the film kind of starts and... Um, Eddie Brock is still with Venom as he was at the end of the film but it kind of becomes more of a buddy cop comedy it's, it's just bizarre they've basically gone I think people like the comedy in the first film so we're going to turn that up to 11 um, and so that's why they do this film it's, it's just so weird the weird thing is though it's actually quite funny like, they do a good job of trying to make jokes land and stuff it's it's more successful in that regard than things like Free Guy I love more at Venom 2 than Free Guy for example and that was supposed to be a comedy um, but it's also an awful film it's it's not a great film the story is is very rushed I mean it's got a runtime officially of 97 minutes I think the main feature itself is just under 90 the rest is credits and um, you know, mid-credit scenes. Um, it's it's just bizarre, really, really bizarre. So I feel very much like Eddie Brock. Half of me thinks the film is an absolute abomination because it is. And there is one sequence towards the end where there's this weird, they do that that break dancing move where you link arms and you all kind of like flip between yourselves like shoulder pop or whatever just I, I cringed out loud I can't remember the last time I did that it was awful but um, yeah it, it's not a great film but it is kind of entertaining um, so I, I wouldn't say it's worth seeing at the cinema and also lots of hype about the mid credit scene I don't think it lives up to it if I'm honest I think if you could guess what might make an excellent mid credit scene in a Venom film with what's going on at the moment, I think you can probably guess what happens. So I can't really recommend it as something you should pay your hard-earned cash to go and see at the cinema. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the least enjoyable Marvel films I've seen at the cinema, but it is very short and, you know, it's still, it is still kind of worth a watch but if you're thinking have they redeemed the character of Venom and made him more like what he should be then the answer is no that said 
um, my knowledge of the character of Carnage, um, which which isn't great, admittedly. Like, I, I, I don't think I've seen uh, any cartoons or comics with Carnage in since, like, the late 90s. So, I might be clutching at straws here. But my, my memories of the Carnage character, I think I did a really good job with him. They don't try and make him a, a comedy act. He is quite ruthless, very serious, uh, evil... So I, I think they did, did a good job there. Um, I wasn't that familiar with the character of Shriek, um, but she's in this film and reading up on, on her backstory and stuff, they again seem to do her right. So it's an interesting film, but not one that I can openly recommend. So there you go. That's Venom. Um, right, I can't tell you anything about the, the film I'm about to go and see. Ron's gone wrong. All I know is it's released by Fox... It's the second film, second animated film of Foxes to be released by Disney since the takeover after Spies in Disguise. I think that was the only other one. Um, the poster for it makes it look like a cross between Eve from Wally and Baymax. Uh, I know it's about a, computer, uh, or a robot that goes wrong. That's it. So I've got no idea what I'm walking into. So we'll see. No expectations can only be a good thing, right? Um, so, yeah, I'll tell you what that film is like later. And I re-watched the last Halloween film last night in preparation to see Kills. Uh, as I said, I might go and see that here later. Um, it's also streaming on Peacock, which I can access. So, um, worst comes to worst, I'll watch it at home and I'll discuss that later on as well. But for now... That's me done. I will talk to you once I've left. Ron's gone wrong. Uh, yeah, peace out. You should always say that as I actually press stop, not fiddle about my phone afterwards. Where this podcast is just being ruined by people getting in the way of my plans. So, I've seen Ron's Gone Wrong. I was going to talk about it on my way home. However, I had a bit of a time issue. And so I ended up jumping on uh, an e-scooter. Hired an e-scooter to get home quicker. And uh, what that meant was is that uh, you can't lock the kids. Don't record... Uh, audio content for a podcast and e-scoots at the same time it's very dangerous so I thought oh it's alright I'll do it later on when I go back to the cinema except my wife very kindly to be fair uh, said do you want me to drive you so I thought eh, well when in Rome so I'm now dropped off back at the cinema well actually I'm sitting at the cinema I'm actually standing outside Hollywood Bowl looking at what the latest arcade machines are and if I want to go in I don't think I do though um, waiting to go and see uh, Halloween Kills so we've got Jurassic Park games. Halo that a Mission Impossible one I would have played it anyway <laughs> this is my arcade playing habits so um, yeah I'm here to see Halloween Kills but let's talk about Ron's Gone Wrong um, so I didn't really have an expectation for this film, like I said before, didn't know too much about it. 
Um, it's a really nice film. It's a it's a nice film that plays on talking about um, I suppose really the damage of social media and the um, you know, fitting in with friends in a digital world. Um, that might be overcomplicating it a little bit, but you know it is essentially a kids' film. But it was really nice. Um, characters are um, of the the little bots are in, are really enjoyable, um, very cute. Um, good voice cast. Um, I can't remember who the lead boy Barney. I'm sure he was the boy out of Kazan who played Freddy in Kazan. Um, and you had Ed Helms and Rob Delaney um, and Olivia Colman, who you wouldn't have recognised in this film, uh, doing voice work. And um, yeah, just just a really nice film. I can see it being very popular with kids if they ever know about it. Because to be honest, the marketing has been pretty appalling. My daughter knew about the film because she'd seen it advertised on a bus, but. I've not really seen any trailers for it, not really seen any bus posts, uh, like bus stop posters for it, or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know how popular it's going to be. I mean, there's not much on at half term. Um, I think Boss Baby 2 is coming out uh, in a week or so, um, but it's been available digitally uh, if you know where to look because of Peacock in America for months. So, my daughter's already seen it. Um, Adam Family 2 has been out but that's been out for a few weeks already so um, I, I don't really know if it's going to if it's going to be successful but it is uh, you know released by Fox which means that it will be going to Disney Plus probably early December so hopefully if nothing else it will do well there because it deserves to have an audience it's unfortunate because um, the Mitchells versus the Machines came out this year which is probably the best animated film of the year um, and there's been some good ones this year to be fair but I think that's my favourite so far um, and it kind of covers some familiar ground in a different way but it, it, it doesn't stand out as being as unique as it would have done had this come out last year like it was intended to um, so it's just a bit of a shame really but still a really good film well worth your time um, so yeah give it a watch um, so now I'm here to see Halloween Kills. Um, I'm not going to lift home, so it means I have to walk home in the dark. So that's going to be fun, right? Um, but I think I mentioned earlier, I watched the the, uh, the remake again. Not remake. It's not really even a reboot. It's a continuation. But I watched Halloween 2018 last night just to get myself up to speed again. Um, still really enjoyed it. I think it's a good um, slasher film. Um, some good humour in it which makes sense because of who's you know behind it both in terms of writing as well as directing um, but it's uh, yeah I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the genre but it's, it's a good one so looking forward to this one um, it's come out this weekend in the UK and US and I know some people that have already seen it had a bit of a mixed reception but the people that I know I know that have seen it have really enjoyed it so hopefully it will be good so there you go um, yeah that's it that's it really that's all I've got to say so far so I'm now going to I'm now going to go and see Halloween Kills 
and I will discuss it after I've seen it. Peace out. So, how was Halloween Kills? Um, I enjoyed it. It was much gorier than the the last installment. Um, many, 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 many more deaths uh, in this one as well. Some, uh, there's a couple of quite creative ones. Uh, the rest were kind of more kind of box standard, but that's no that's no bad thing. I'm just just stating that really. Um, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm liking this trilogy. Um, I think we've only got a year to wait until the next part. Um, I, li- I liked how it ended as well. Well, I didn't, I didn't. But yeah, I don't want to give away spoilers. But um, no, it was, uh, it was enjoyable. Um, yeah, I had a good time. I thought going to see it opening weekend, when it's a bit more packed, there'd be a few more... Uh, people screaming or anything but it wasn't I did get my seat kicked a few times <laughs> with a few of the jump scares um, but yeah overall if you liked uh, the last instalment you should like this one I'm not really sure, well, I've not read any reviews yet so I'm not sure what the criticism is with it but I know there has been some but um, no, I had a good time so yeah, if you want to see a gory horror film um, this Halloween season you can you know you can go into that knowing you're going to get what you're expecting that's it really I think it's a bit hard to talk about horror films really especially if you want to go into specific plot points but um, yeah I think from what I've heard from Mr Ripley um, and Sinead who've just watched it as well um, is that it, it makes not just the first Halloween canon or the second really but the third as well so that's interesting and um, for those who don't know at least in the UK the original Halloween series of films are pretty much all on Netflix now I don't think um, H2O and Resurrection are but um, the first five at least are so if you want to catch up on those uh, you can find them there and that's probably what I'm going to do so I can understand a bit more of uh, what's just gone on and how it ties in but yeah overall um, it delivered and uh, yeah wasn't really disappointed with it so there you go been an interesting weekend for films so uh, Venom which kind of recommend um, in in a weird way but I don't think it's particularly good uh, Ron's Gone Wrong, which I do really recommend to take the kids to, and, and Halloween Kills, which definitely don't take the kids to. Um, but yeah, so with those last two films, should you go and see them at the cinema? Ron's Gone Wrong is a t- trickier one because I know it's going to be on Disney Plus much sooner than uh, later. So um, with that one, a bit torn. It's definitely worth seeing. I saw it in 3D actually. 3D was was okay. wasn't wasn't great. wasn't awful either. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to entertain the kids, then that's that's a good film to take them to this uh, this half term part of the year 
because that's where we're into now. So uh, yeah, if you want to if you want to take them to entertain them, then do that. Um, and Halloween Kills, yeah, definitely if um, you want to see a horror film. So there you go. Right, uh, that's it for now. Speak to you soon. Uh, Flynn lives. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.